All right. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while ending the future of the American dream. Are you tired of this? At what point are you done giving to these companies that do not care about you? At some point, we have to fight back. And that's why I love my people over at Public Square. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to simply buy children's clothing, find new athletic clothing that knows what a woman actually is, shop for clean skin care, or find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as a consumer or business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. All right, what's going on, America? It is Monday morning. I hope you guys are having a fantastic uh, start of the week. This is one of those awkward months where today is technically the last day of July, but it feels like it's August, but it's not August. But it feels like it's August, but yet it's not. July just keeps hanging around for one more day. Uh, and so on. It continues. Uh, anyway, uh, I had a decent weekend. Braves sweep the Brewers. It was fantastic. Majestic. I'm actually going to a Braves game later on this evening. So if you're there, Hey, maybe I'll see you around. Uh, let's see lots of things to talk about. This is the final episode of the month of July. So I'm going to work in, um, uh, two of the big things that I guess I want to talk about the most right this second, Hunter Biden smokes crack. Everybody knows this. Uh, Hunter Biden deserves to go to jail. Everybody knows this. Uh, d- d- he won't. <laughs> you know, and so everybody wants this big, long commentary about Hunter Biden. And I guess I'm kind of at a point that I've been doing this so much now that I guess I could just give you like just episodes because I have so many episodes I'm supposed to do in a month anyway. But the truth of the matter is, I mean, I could just blabble on for 30 minutes about the Hunter Biden trial fiasco 
Uh, but the truth of the matter is, Hunter Biden's not going to jail. Um, the end, even if he gets convicted, I, I, I will say this though. Okay. Here I am. I'm lying to you already. Two minutes in to this podcast. Okay. If I had to give any predictions of what I think any of this Hunter Biden stuff actually means, um, I think that Hunter is the thing that takes Biden out, not as president as it currently stands out as in running in the future, because what's going to happen is if Hunter Biden is convicted, Joe Biden will pardon his son. He will do it. It will be unprecedented. People are going to be shocked and awed that it happened, blah, 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 blah. But just like everything else with this administration, it's not going to matter because that's what he's going to do. If by some miracle, Hunter Biden is convicted which I'm not positive and I'm not certain that that will happen. But if it does happen, Joe Biden will take the opportunity uh, to play the martyrous, loving father that's willing to, he loves his family so much. And that's how they'll pan it. The, you know, the fact that he's doing, you know, illegal, I mean, illegally pardoning your kid because there's no basis for the pardoning. Yes, the president has the power to pardon, but most of the time, uh, it's due to overwhelming evidence that a pardon should happen. But this will simply be, he loves his son so much and his son is so riddled with, uh, with, with uh, demons and devils uh, of addiction that he is going to pardon his son and that makes him unqualified to run for his second term. And he's going to fall on the perpetual, uh, always evident and always lingering sword of fatherhood that up until his elder age and his final act as president is going to be to save his son. And the Democrats will rave that, you know, above else, he was a loving father and it is an example to all fathers out there that even though he knew the consequences that it would take his reelection chances, he chose his love for his son anyway. That's the only thing that I can think of this going, and then that's going to pave the way uh, for Michelle Obama <laughs> to, 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 to come out and do this thing. If you really want to go deep dive conspiracy theory, uh, you know, the, the Obama's got this chef that just drowned or whatever. Uh, I think that, <laughs> uh, oh, do I go this deep? Do I do it? What do you guys think? I know I can't hear you cause you're in your car listening, but okay. Yes. I, I, okay. Uh, I think one of the Obama's kids were with this dude. That's what I think. Uh, I think that, uh, it just gives the Democrats all the more leverage to get Michelle Obama to run. Because I believe that they really want Michelle Obama to run. I believe that she's given them a little bit of resistance. Um, but a, a death scandal with one of your daughters out there with a chef, uh, with your personal chef, albeit, uh, is definitely some leverage. Hey, we got to change the narrative here. Uh, we need to get you in the White House. Uh, and then everybody's in a lot of trouble. Trump's in a lot of trouble. DeSantis is dead in the water. That's another thing. 
All right, we are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the U.S. dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRIC's nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the U.S. and the dollar as cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA, your 401k, or your savings from the fallout from this landmark announcement? You can diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which, if you're not paying any attention, is right now. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Get a free information kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by the physical precious metals is right for you. It's super simple. Free knowledge is vital knowledge. All you got to do is text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. There is a monumental shift happening among the nations that control one-third of the world's GDP, and it kicks off on August 22nd. Ladies and gentlemen, this is only going to get worse. Please, please think about your families. Arm yourself with the information to protect your retirement savings. Text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. Again, that's GRAM to 989898 right now. The DeSantis train wreck that is the DeSantis campaign. I told you. I told every single one of you. I told every person I knew. I screamed it from the mountaintops that DeSantis is a very good governor, but I know DeSantis. I know him personally on a personal level. And when you meet DeSantis, there is something about the man. It is, it's weird. It's like a ro- it, He's like a robot. It, it's weird. It, it's not normal. It's not natural. He lacks, I saw this, this, uh, this TikTok on Twitter that's even weird to say. I saw this TikTok on Twitter. I saw this TikTok video on X. It's not even Twitter anymore. It's X. We'll get into that in a second. Um, where they were asking young people, you know, who are you voting for, Trump or DeSantis? And they were like, well, you know, initially I was like really excited about DeSantis and blah, 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 blah. But then, you know, I got to hear him talk outside of, you know, really staged, controlled governor interviews, right? So so interviews for a governor versus interviews for a nation a nationwide thing such as the presidency are completely different things, right? The governor is very simple. You stick to your state politics. You stick to the things that are important to people that live in the state. It's a whole different thing, all right? Um I'll never forget the first time I heard DeSantis speak. It was at a turning point event. I, I had just spoken um, he was coming up, uh, he, he had the night speech. He had the final speech of the night. Um, and everybody was pumped for DeSantis, man. He was rising star. It was right before the elections. Uh, I mean, boom. I mean, he comes out to the most thunderous applause outside of Trump I've ever heard. And he proceeds to give about a 45 minute speech. That was the biggest cricket show. I've ever seen in my entire life. I have I have never seen someone so popular, 
suck so bad at at speaking to people. And, and, and it's you know what it is? This is what it is. It's because DeSantis is a great governor. I'm not, I'm not knocking DeSantis as a governor. I don't like the people that are. I think it's ridiculous. DeSantis did a great job with Florida. Shut up. He did. I'm not talking about that. But but he's robotic. He's a uh, he's a automaton. He he he's he's a robot. Um he is incapable of reading the emotions of other people and reading the room. Right? So that's why he sucks live. That's why he sucks giving speeches. That's why he doesn't rally support around him when he talks because he's very good at delivering one-liners that when he has people like me, Jack Posobiec, Charlie Kirk, all of us to take those one-liners and make them viral and make him seem really cool, uh, he seems really cool. But when we stop doing those things, how many viral tweets have you seen of DeSantis lately? Honestly, I'm asking an honest question. Before he ran for president, before rumors were going around that he was running for president, DeSantis was owning the libs every other day. And, and, you know, and he was, you know, where woke goes to die in Florida and all that other stuff. Those are, those are political one-liners that are very good for viral or virality on the internet that your influencers and your voices help you, um, help you expand and help you elevate and help you magnify your message of what you're trying to do. The second you step into the presidential debate, then sides have to be drawn. And unfortunately for DeSantis, the biggest voices that are actually picking sides have already picked Trump. So he ain't getting that same kind of support. And so you're left with you boring DeSantis. Okay. I'm not talking about him as a man. I'm not talking about him in anything like this. I'm talking about him on a pure primal level. People vote for people that they like. Politics comes secondary in a presidential race. Now, governor's race can be the exact opposite. Governor's race, who's getting a job done? You ain't doing a good job? You're out of here, buddy. Who can do a better job than you? Governor's races are different. People care more about the politics in a governor's race. Presidential's race is a popularity contest. Are you cool? Can you move merch or not? Like, I don't care. Like, like, yeah, I, it, and it may be backwards, and I'm not, I'm not negating that that's not backwards, but that is the way that it is. That's politics. And DeSantis ain't got it. And talk about one of the most meteoric rises in political fame to the most catastrophic, cataclysmic falls from grace that we are seeing. I saw a poll this morning that now has DeSantis at 9% and Trump at 63%. What's going on, everybody? I want you to stop drinking communist coffee. I want you to switch to America's Coffee, BlackRifleCoffee.com. It's very simple. You can spend the rest of your life drinking frou-frou drinks for anti-American communist pieces of garbage, or you can drink America's Coffee and Support my friends of over 10 years at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Go get America's Coffee. Fuel up on freedom. BlackRifleCoffee.com right now. You know, Trump uh, at, at his Pennsylvania rally at Saturday actually finally called for DeSantis and everyone else to drop out of the race. Get out of the race. Stop wasting millions and millions and millions of people's dollars and money 
on a campaign that is not going to win. And on that, if I may talk about that for a moment, I don't necessarily disagree with that. DeSantis is already cut like half his campaign. Um, they're, they're trying to divert to a completely different strategy. I wasn't even going to talk about this, pure po- politics. But at this point, they want you to believe that there's still a chance. Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Mike Pence, uh, Vivek Ram- Ramanswamy, which actually is doing better than DeSantis, but he's not going to win, right? Like, like you know, like... I'm not, that's the thing, okay? Whether you like Nikki Haley or you don't, whether you like DeSantis or you don't, or Tim Scott and you don't, or Vivek and you don't, uh, Pence, you don't. Nobody likes Chris Christie. But either way, it doesn't matter because they're not going to beat Trump. So, So Trump has a valid point when he says something like, it is time for them to drop out of this race. Let's stop all this nonsense and let's all form together to work on beating the Democrats, because it's not going to be Joe Biden. The end. It's not going to be Biden. And so they're going to face a much tougher opponent than Joe Biden, and they need to stop all this nonsense. So with that, I can kind of get on board with. I can kind of get on board with that because it is. It's a gigantic waste of your money, your tax dollars, uh, or not your tax dollars, uh, your personal Dollars. You're paying taxes regardless if you donate to a campaign or not. It, it, it is, it is, it is, it is your money that you are throwing at these candidates that want you to believe that they have a chance when in reality they have no shot whatsoever. This race was over before it started. With every indictment, with everything that happens to Trump, it is only making him stronger. In fact, people were like, you know, Trump came out the other day and said, even if I go to prison. I'm running for president because there's nothing that says that a prisoner cannot run for president. Uh, You want to talk about one of the most iconic images that would ever, ever happen in our world would be Trump in an orange jumpsuit behind bars with cameras there debating digitally or virtually at the presidential debates. It would be the biggest landslide in American history because people, and it doesn't matter if you love Trump or you hate Trump, the narrative has been set. There is something about Trump that not the people, but the government doesn't like, okay? It is the Department of Justice that is going after Trump. It is it is Biden-appointed, Soros-funded DAs that are going after Trump. like. There is something about Trump that the system hates so much and has such a vitriol response to that they have to destroy him. They have to take him down no matter what happens. And yet at the same time, we see all of this proof, actual proof, unlike with Trump, with any you know impeachments or anything like that. We see actual proof of Biden's corruption. We see actual proof of the, of the Biden crime family, we see actual proof of all of these things, yet nothing happens. Just like I said with Hunter Biden. If Don Jr. was Hunter Biden, Don Jr. would be in solitary confinement 
in Guantanamo Bay for the rest of his life. Uh, and Trump wouldn't be able to do anything about it because the world would implode if if anything ever actually did. Just the other day, and they finally caved, but the, the whistleblower that's going to blow all this stuff open, the DOJ was fixing to arrest him before he even had an opportunity to blow the whistle, so to speak. And when whistleblowers would come out against Trump, the news and the media would be all about protecting the whistleblower, protect the whistleblower. Whistleblowers should be protected. Unless it's about Biden and Biden's family. Then all of a sudden, now, who is this whistleblower? How are we just going to let this person come up here and say this, 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 and that? That's the world we live in. And people are starting to pay attention. People are starting to see that hypocrisy. And it is driving them absolutely nuts and insane. So I don't care what you say. I don't care if you like Trump. I don't care if you don't like Trump. I think if you're pro-Biden right now, you are incredibly stupid. That's what I think. And that may be harsh. That may be like this really, really like harsh thing to say. But 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 I think you're incredibly dumb if that's where you stand. Um, those are my th- those are my opinions. That's what I believe about this whole thing. Trump is going to win the nomination, and I think Trump has a legitimate shot at winning the presidency. Now, a lot of stars are going to have to align. A lot of things are going to have to work in his favor, but I think Trump has a legitimate shot of winning this thing, and that's what they're so afraid of. That's what they're so scared of. And somehow this has turned into a political little short episode here. But yeah, I think it's important. Uh, Final thoughts on this. I guess I'll segue this into the next episode for today because I owe you two for a two-parter. So this will be a segue into the next episode is they're going to do everything they can to stop Trump. They're going to do everything they can because they do not want him in there. Uh, they're going to protect Biden at all costs. I already said they're going to make him a martyr and make him the, you know, the lover of, not the lover of his child. That sounds weird. The love of his child so much that he's going to fall on the sword for Hunter. Um, but they want Trump gone so bad they're going to use every play in the book. They're going to bend the Constitution. They're going to bend the rules. And they're going to do everything they can to destroy him. And that leads me to all of this weird stuff that is starting to happen in the news. We got this climate scare stuff that's going on. COVID is apparently coming back. Um, and now we've got freaking aliens and alien testimonials in Congress And you actually have to ask yourself, why? So I guess leading into the next episode here, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about these crazy things that are happening, that are being stated, that are being said. And we're going to have to ask the question, why in the world would these things be happening in the first place? That's the question. I've already told you what I believe it is, but I owe you to be able to hear what was said how it was said, the context of which these people were doing, add some reality to it, but it's all a matter of controlling the narrative and for what? Of that, we will get to the bottom of the next episode. <laughs>